Good morning, ICF. Man, I'm so glad you've joined us today from around the world and particularly those of our regular people there in Rome. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. You know, today we're trying something new. And, you know, during this virus epidemic, we are um, trying to make sure the word is getting out to everyone. So we're doing something new. You will be seeing this live today with all the notes and all the scriptures uh, that you've not been able to get over the last few weeks if you watched it live. We've tried something new, so hopefully it's working. And um, But it'll be okay for you to make your comments like normal uh, on the Facebook side of this. And uh, of course, you can always... Uh, send us an email to our uh, email address and contact through the webpage. So we're going to finish our last week uh, of the month uh, with Faith Moves Our Destiny. This has been an exciting month of, you know, in the midst of all that we've been going through all over the world, that we have God taking care of us and protecting us. And so today I want us to uh, look at the scripture 1 Corinthians 2, verse 5, so that your faith might not rest in human wisdom, but on God's power. Wow. You know, you think about that word alone. We are going to trust that God's power invested in us is going to help us in the direction of our life, our destinies. What's going to happen tomorrow? So that scripture starts in verse number one of 1 Corinthians chapter two, and it says, and so it was with me, brothers and sisters. When I came to you, I did not come with eloquence or human wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony about God. For I received to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I came to you in weakness and with great fear and trembling. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power so that your faith, there's our verse, might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. Verse number nine goes, however, as it is written, and that same portion of Scripture was written in the Old Testament by Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 64, verse number 4, Paul is repeating what was written in the Old Testament. What no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things... Listen to that. The things God has prepared for those who love him. Today, we're going to focus on this last verse, verse number 10, a lot. And so I want you to wrap your heads around this this morning because this is the key for those first four weeks of us preaching to you and teaching you. These are the things God has revealed to us by the Spirit. When I think about that, how God has revealed this to us. 
It just didn't show up. God's revealing it to us. See, as we went through this month, we and I'm going to recap for you in just a few minutes. Destiny is defined as your future or preordained path of your life. We gave you that in week number one. The things that will happen in the future. That's your destiny. So if you're wondering what your destiny is, it's going to be the things that's going to happen to you in your future. So we use the idea that you've got to have faith, the concept of faith, to know what's going to happen. So we gave you from Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So in other words, what the scripture is trying to say to us through faith is that we don't know exactly what's going to happen. The destiny, our personal destinies, your personal destiny, you may not know it line by line, detail by detail, but this is the fact that you have the faith in God, that's going to control your destiny. Now, isn't that what you really want to have? I want to have God in control of my destiny. In other words, my future. My future, my family's future, my grandkids' future is in the Lord's hands. Now, I want that to settle in. I want those translators that are translating today in Italian and and, and Spanish, I want them to be able to get that around you so that you're understanding that a lot of times we think that you've got to have a certain amount of wisdom. And we dealt with that in week number one, that man's wisdom is in the natural. And, and you know, let's face it, we're, we're in a pandemic. That's what the word is being used here. Where thousands and thousands of people have been infected by a virus. And man's wisdom, though they're trying their best, has not wrapped itself around this virus. There's a lot of things in our lives that our minds can't wrap it around and really completely understand. And, and so God says, look, if you lack wisdom, you don't have enough wisdom in yourself I, I will give it to you. And, and this is where we transition from what man's wisdom will do versus what God's supernatural wisdom will do. Listen, I need wisdom all the time to be the pastor of a great church, ICF Rome. I need, I need all kinds of wisdom. I need help. I need insight from others. That's why we have a leadership team that give me insight, and give me wisdom. Uh, I have colleagues that I ask things of, and, and I, I wrap this around my mind and, and my intellect, and I put it all together, and then I say, that's not even enough. i got to have God supernaturally intervene in my situation. And if I ask God to supernaturally intervene, he takes my things that I've worked out, my, my colleagues and my ministry teams and, and the leadership team, I, I get that all there. And then all of a sudden, God supernaturally 
invest into me. Now, this is the step I take. This is the next move. So that I'm not stepping out. I'm not making a decision based on my own self. I'm asking the Holy Spirit. I'm asking God to help me. Listen, I said, if God can create you, if God can create you, I'm going to say it one more time. If God can create you, then he also can direct you. That's important for you to know that. So I believe I was created by God. So that means I trust that God can direct me. And it's being put on the screen then in whatever language that you completely understand because I didn't want anybody to miss this. Because sometimes we think, oh, God really doesn't know in my situation. Let me tell you, God knows. What no eye has seen nor ear has heard. <laughs> think about it. What God has prepared for those who love him. Listen, I am a confident person that God's got the whole world in his hands. We sang it earlier in this month. He's got the whole world in his hands. That's me and you, brother. <laughs> me and you, sister. He's got the little bitty babies in his hands. And if you want to go ahead and sing right now, that's your business in your room or in your house or in your office, wherever you're watching this. He really does have you in the palm of his hand. And I really believe you can trust God with your destiny. See, Jeremiah said it like this, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. I love that. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. Man, I'm glad that God wants to listen to me. I'm glad that God wants to listen to you. Then it said in verse 13, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. See, God's asking us to give him, give to him, our Lord, our heart. That means all of us. And so that week we dealt with, you know, that whole section of that, that passage of scripture from Jeremiah prosper, not to harm, a hope, and a future. And we dealt primarily because we were at the heat of the, of the, of the virus at that particular point. And we were, it was unknown and not enough information. And, and, and I preached that message in that second week, I'm not to harm us. God's plan is not to harm us. And I know all over the internet, which some of you have spent more time than probably you need to spend on, you've listened to a whole lot of people. Listen to your pastor today. Quit listening to everyone else. They don't have the answers for your life. God has the answers for your life. And if you will try with all of your heart to kind of block out some of the negative tones that are going on around us today. God is not a negative God. God is a God that is, has said in his word, he's, he's there to prosper you, not to harm you. He's there to bless you, not to curse you. Think of it in that, that regards. The God you serve is there to help you. 
And if you look at it from that perspective, that means he's there to help you. He's there to help your family. He's there to help those around you. He's there to help our church. If there's one thing that this pandemic has helped us as a church, it, I believe it's gotten us closer together and our small groups have done such a good job. And maybe you're watching today and, and, and you've not gotten in there. There's so many media platforms that are, we're using our children, our youth, our young adult, our, our leaders teams, uh, our, you know, our, each of the team leaders have been encouraged through a conference call we had with them this week to, to reach out to you. And I want you to reach back, church. This is not one-sided. We got to reach back together. And I heard this week that the, there's a Kenyan group of people that are having nightly prayer meetings. God bless you. But it's not isolated by group either. We're a church. We're an international church, and we've got to reach out to others. And we want to make sure that everyone in our family is being taken care of. So I want you to know that God is there to help you and that no weapon formed and the translation we used in the NIV was forged against you will prevail. And you will refute every tongue that accuses you. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And this is their vindication for me, declares the Lord. So what can we do? What, now what do we do? <laughs> Who do we call on? That, that's the big question. I, I want you to know, what do you do? You know me, I'm kind of that list guy. I want to know one, I want to know two, I want to know three. And, and, and that's how I've kind of led my life. And I ask God many times, God, give me the next number. Give me the next step. But, but here was my listing to you in that week number three and four. Trust in our God. Number one, trust in God. Believe his word. Man, if there was ever a time that you could get caught up on Bible reading, right now is your time. There's a whole lot of extra free time that you could be doing your Bible reading. And stand then on the promises of what God has given you through his word. And then the last thing I encouraged you to do was call on God. So what that meant was faith is going to be at work. Man, last week when we got into that, faith is going to work. If, he, if, if faith moves our destiny, then faith has got to do some work. It can't just be the idle little thing sitting back and not doing anything. See, we say a lot of time in our messages, sometimes you got to put some feet on your prayers. I'm all about prayer. You know that. Join us Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, Rome time, and you'll see thousands of people praying around the world. We're about prayer. Our intercessory team has prayed prior to this message from around the world. Because I believe in prayer. Prayer moves God's hands. But faith has got to do some work. And faith will show up in the fire was my second point last week. Think about it. So we use the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Three teenage young men, 17 years of age, that were given the opportunity 
to bow before a huge idol of a king or stand up. And they decided that the God that they served was for them. And if today was going to be the last day on the planet, they were not going to bow to the image. They were to stand firm. And the king liked these guys so much that he said, look, I, you may have missed it. You may have not understood. I'm going to give you a second chance. And let me tell you, my friends, in the midst of knowing that it was going to cost them in their mind, potentially their life, they still said, the God we serve is going to come through for us. Wow. And I want you to know that should be your prayer. That should be your understanding. That should be your faith-filled word. The God we serve will come through for us. That means he will show up in the fire. That was my third point from last week. Faith shows up. See, when you believe God, when you trust God, when you step out with God, it exercises your faith. Remember, the evidence of things not yet seen. So I'm stepping out, trusting in God, that God is going to answer these prayers. So my goal here was to encourage you. And, and maybe some of you need to go back and listen to last week's message again. Because Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego ended up in the furnace. They ended up in the fire. And, and it, in the natural sense, it looked like death. But I'm telling you, we move from the natural to the supernatural. The natural said you're going to be burned up. The supernatural said the God that created you is going to show up in the middle of the furnace. Ah! If you get that, that's what I'm saying to you. The God that created you is going to show up in the midst of this pandemic. The God that created you is going to show up in the middle of your fire. Because you have faith that's going to move your destiny. Mm. And it's God-given faith. It's the faith to believe that with God, all things are possible. Remember, to those who believe. You got to believe. I believe that God is going to see us through. And they came out of that furnace that day. And the Bible says they didn't even smell like smoke. We're going to come through this thing. Now, we don't like it that we're quarantined. And my personal quarantine, I have six more days left that I can't go out of the house. I can't go to the grocery store like some of you. I can't. I can't. I've been quarantined. And why? I don't know why. <laughs> but I, I'm obeying the laws. And I've asked each of you that listen to us every week. Obey the laws of the land. Obey. Now, I don't know how much better that can be clearly direct. I want you to stay safe. So if it says stay in, stay in. Keep your distance from others. Protect yourself. Wash your hands. Do the correct things. When we look back at this series of messages, who knows how many years from now we look back and we hear me talking about this. I say, man, 
That guy was crazy. Why did he talk about those safety things? I'm telling you, my friends, I believe that God gives us people in our lives that can give us direction that we have to listen to. And in this particular case, I believe we need to listen to those government officials that are just trying their best to protect us. And so, you know, when I, I think about the goodness and I think about what God has done, I, you know, that portion of scripture that I want to emphasize in today's message. However, as it is written, remember again, written in Isaiah first, Isaiah 64, verse number four. What no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things that God has prepared for those who love him. And verse 10 is where we're going today to finish out this month. These are the things God has revealed. What, what, what do you mean, Pastor? God has told you. God has let it shown you so you can see it and you can understand it revealed to us by the spirit you know our granddaughters and grandson have been having gg school in america what that mean is you know pastor jen's home and 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 uh, she's being with three of the grandchildren for this period of time and and uh, so every day they get up and they have a GG school. And, and it's kind of a, um, a class where they do creative things. And she teaches them and helps them. And, and, uh, and, and the four-year-old granddaughter said, when the clouds go away, you will see everything. So in that class that day, I, I was hearing what they were saying in the other room where I was, was where I was writing. And I heard the granddaughter say, when the clouds go away, you will see everything. And I said, how appropriate that is for us adults today. When the clouds go away, when this is all over, we're going to see what, what God is going to do and has done to protect us and help us. Verse number 10, and I want, if, I want you to write this down. If you didn't hear weeks number one, two, three, four, and this is the fifth week, go back and listen to it. But I want you to hear this. These are the things God has revealed to us by His Spirit. Faith moves our destinies. What are the things God has revealed or prepared for us? What has God prepared? So right now, all across the world, that's people that are watching. And last week, it was some 30-some thousand people were watching all around the world. So if that's the same number that's watching this week, I want you to take a moment and I want you to say out loud. Now, some of you, it's your family that's sitting around you. Some of you are all by yourself. And I've given you a method today. You can just write that in into the script of the Facebook Live today. You're going to say out loud what God has prepared for you. So, in other words, you're saying out loud the blessings that God has done. So, I want you to look right now and I want you to say, these are the things that God has done. What has God prepared? 
What has God revealed that he has prepared for you? Now, some of you, your first words out of your mouth should be because you know how much I preach about it is God has prepared for us heaven, right? He's go to prepare a place for us. That's not hard for us to understand. If you've been paying attention, you should be saying he's prepared a future. He's got my future ready for me. And, and listen, I'm glad he's got my future. I'm glad he's got your future. And, and that may even come down to the simple fact of my next step. For you university students that are saying, man, pastor, look, I don't know if I can finish this semester. They may not bring us back. You know, I'm in, I've now gone back to my own countries and, and, and I don't know. Listen, friend, you take one day at a time and you watch how God is going to reveal to you what's going to happen. You trust in that. And for the time that you're there, you seek the Lord, trust the Lord, pray to the Lord, and ask him to direct and help you to know what to do. See, he is going to reveal it to you. That's what the scripture said. Man, I'm so glad that I left the last part of the very last verse of this series to be used for today. What God has revealed for those. And what has he revealed? The things that maybe you have thought he has prepared. I believe God has going, has gone to heaven to prepare heaven. And I'm, I'm allowing that. I believe that. So it's being revealed to us. So how does this get revealed? You say, man, I'd sure like to know that answer. Well, I'm going to give you the answer. I believe that God reveals by his spirit through a number of means and measures. And I want to give them to you. So if you've got a piece of paper today, I want you to write these things because this is the key to this message. God is going to reveal to us the direction for our destinies, the purpose for our de destinies. How's that going to happen? I believe one of the ways God does that is through the preaching of the word. God uses pastors like myself to help direct. In other words, under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, God gives me a word. God gives Pastor Jen a word. And we preach the word. And as that word is being preached, the Holy Spirit is anointing because it's his word. He's anointing it to your hearts and to your spirit. And the revelation of what has been said then bears witness with your spirit. You say, wow. In other words, when it's preached that you are the son of God, son or daughter of God, child of God, that he's your heavenly father, the Lord through his word through the preaching of his word, declares back to you, I'm a child of God. And your heart, your spirit man says, man, I'm a child of God. I know who I am. I believe in God. I trust in God. And so that's number one. I believe number two is he, he reveals himself as you read his word. So, and these are not any particular order. I've listed them one, two, three, four, but they can be in any order. So don't think, well, I picked one was more than another in any order. 
but the preaching of the word, the reading of the word. So what's that mean? You're all by yourself. You're sitting there in your study. You're sitting there on your couch and you open the Bible. And I believe in opening your Bible and having a systematic plan. But sometimes you just open your Bible and, and God begins to reveal things to you as you read his word. He reveals some more of his promises to you. He reveals truth to you. He reveals encouragement to you. It comes directly from his word. And, and I believe that's also through prayer. Reveal through prayer. Remember, I've taught you so many times that when we pray, we're talking to God. And I teach it this way. You spend five minutes talking and you spend five minutes listening. If you spend five minutes talking, then God's going to talk for five minutes. Some of us never hear God talk because we never be quiet. Did the preacher just say that? Yeah. We're so busy pounding out, here's our need, here's our request, that we forget God's ready to talk back to us and give us some information. I believe that's the way through the Spirit, our destinies, our directions in our life are revealed to us. Some of you today need that. You need that encouragement of the Lord. And I believe that as He reveals this to us, that it's exactly what the Bible says. What he says is true. Because remember, he sent his only son. That's how much he loves you. He loves you. <laughs> that, that needs to be revealed to you. Some of you today, you need to say, I'm all by myself. No, you're not. You've got God. If you don't have God, you can get God in your heart. You've got to believe that God loves you. And he loves you so much, he sent his only son. His son loves you so much. He died on a cross. The word is so true that it is supported by the fact that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. How do you know that? Because not only did God give his son, not only did Jesus die on the cross, but on the third day, he came back to life. That is the enforcement of what the word is. That's the backing up of what the word says. That God backed up because he came back to life. And now I want you to know he's seated at the right hand of the father, making intercession for you and me. Because he loves us. And I want you to know, that my faith, your faith, has got to be built in Christ Jesus. That's why I'm convinced in this series of messages, faith moves our destinies. You know, I decided not to wear my suit coat today, my dress shirt. And I, I decided to be a little casual because probably all of you are casual. I doubt if any of you put on your dress clothes today to come to church. And I thought maybe if I dress like this today in something casual that I like to wear, that you would understand that God is ready to reveal truth to all of us, no matter what our position is in life. God doesn't just reveal truth to pastors. He reveals truth to all his children. And he loves us so much. And today I want you to know 
That is you trusting God. In a moment, I am going to say some prayers. And when I'm done with my prayers today, I'm going to give you some direction about the upcoming weeks. But I believe there's been some people that have listened today. And and I, I pray that all of you will quickly, before this feed is over today, I, I pray that all of you will share. If we can reach 30,000 people with this message as of last week, in one week's time, with a very small amount of people sharing, I think it was 29 people shared the message on one of your ways of sharing. If if a hundred of you would share the message, all you have to do is click on your technology, share. Do you know how many more thousands of people could have heard this message? I think it's our moment for your friend, for your family member, that may at times have turned a deaf ear to you talking to them about the Lord. And maybe today is their day to hear that God loves them and has a plan for their life. You know, if God loves you and has a plan for your life, then I'll guarantee you that God can do anything. And if God can do anything, then God can change your life. So I want to pray a prayer. Maybe today you're sitting there saying, I need God in my life. Well, I pray right now you will ask him into your heart and into your life. Will you say this prayer with me? Dear Lord Jesus, just repeat the prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life. I make you the Lord of my life. The things I was doing that were sin in my life, I will not do anymore. Thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just said that prayer, we'd love to keep praying for you. There's people now on our streams that if you just send a note, and you say, hey, I just said that prayer. We've got people that will send you a message back on how to get connected, what you can do from this moment forward. There's some things you need to change. And I believe that God will help you. Now, there's some things that God will, will do through other ways. And one of the things is, is prayer. I, I want us to pray right now that second prayer I said. Because some of you are struggling with, with the virus and the effects of the things that are around you. You personally don't have the virus, but you're affected by the confinement. Some of you are affected by the job loss. Some of you are affected about not knowing what's going to happen tomorrow. I pray that this message has been an encouragement to you. That God is going to help you because it's going to be revealed to you. What God is going to do for you, he's going to take care of you. I promise you, he's going to take care of you. And if you believe that, I can guarantee you the answer's on its way. So Lord, today for my friends that's heard this message, I pray that their life will be renewed. They will be encouraged this day. And God, I pray by the Holy Spirit, their lives will be transformed. Transformed in the fact that they have faith to believe transformed in the fact that they're going to trust that you're going to see them through, transformed in the fact that the answer is coming. Lord, let us have faith to believe and trust in you. Bless my friends today. Bless them. 
God, as they go on the journey this week to be a blessing to others through social media, through texting, calling, note sent, God, help them, I pray, to be encouragement to other brothers and sisters in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I want to talk to you about a few things. Thank you, first of all, for joining us today. I want to talk to you about a few things. This week, on Tuesday, we're going to do something new. We're going to do a question and answer time. And you may have questions about this week's message, last month's message. They, they may be a lot of other things. And, and there's going to be a time for you to do that. And I want you to, to be able to log in at a certain time and, and answer, ask some questions, and we're going to give you some answers. What time is that time? Do we know? It's going to be posted. That, that, that way you'll know what time. And it's called, going to be called Tuesday Talk. Uh, and then at, in regards to the uh, Sunday classes, they're going to also be able for you through Zoom, and they're going to be in contact. The teachers are going to be in contact with anyone that wants to be a part of our Christian education, and you can sign up online. Just go to our webpage, and you can sign up. And when you sign up, they will contact you on how to connect for what time and how to get the number so that you can go to a Zoom class. A lot of you use Zoom and uh, you will be able to do it that way through our Christian education department. The also, I want, want to encourage you. Now, the church is moving forward. Now, we're not joining ourselves together on Sundays, but the church is still moving forward. We still have rent. We still have all the bills that we've normally in, incur. And, and unfortunately for us in Rome, we don't take Sunday offerings now because we don't have a church building that is open and we've been doing everything online. And so what I want you all to do is what will be posted here is the way for you to give online. God bless all of you that joined us this week for the first time in giving online. Fortunately for us, we do have a number of our members that have been giving online for a, a few years. But I want to encourage all of you. It's easy for you to give online. And I want you to make the effort to give your tithes and your missions offering, your legacy fund. Give online. And particularly for those of you that have kept your job, there is no delay in, your, in getting your income, I want you to still be faithful to God. Don't check out on the subject of giving to God. God's still going to take care of you as you've been faithful to him. The rest of you that don't have that means or measures, you just stick, as one of our leaders said, you stick the offering in an envelope. When we finally get back together, that's going to be a glorious day in many ways, and you'll be able to bring your funds and your offerings that way. So I want you to don't miss our world prayer meeting at seven o'clock on Wednesday. Same way, same features. And then the same thing on Thursday morning with Pastor Jen and her Bible study. That's noon Rome time. I've been giving you Rome time. And don't forget, don't forget, there has been some clock changes. <laughs> now you're watching this and you're probably now, some of you are getting the delayed version because you missed it, but it's okay. It's, you can still watch it. We love you, church. God's going to help us through this. Please know that we're praying for you. If you have any particular prayer needs, please don't hesitate to send us a message. Send any of the leaders a message. They'll be quick to get it back to us. 
And we're going to pray and we're going to believe God that he's going to direct our destinies and he's going to help us. Remember this series, Faith Moves Our Destinies. God bless you. I pray you have a great day and I bless you in the name of the Lord.